this person is coming in to thank you for helping them get to the other side for open, like letting them get to the other side. She's like, you gave them, she's like, you gave them the breath of light. Welcome to another episode of The Orphic. My name is Alyssa. I'm an astrophysicist. I have my PhD. My specialty is in supermassive black holes and galaxy evolution. That is what my PhD was on. That's what I'm kind of most interested in, the whole large-scale universe. But in terms of what I'm really interested in now is I want to understand how the universe works holistically in terms of its consciousness. The universe is alive think there's a consciousness to everything so what I'm really trying to do on this podcast and with my life now since my PhD is try to figure out how the universe works and what's what are the energetics to it and my Instagram is at interdimensional.astrophysics so definitely go check me out over there hey and I'm Michaela with Mariposa Moonchild on Instagram I'm an empathic medium, intuitive energy healer, here to activate um, the healing codes on the planet. I feel like I'm here to support and guide others along their healing journeys, um, as well as I'm super interested in, just like Alyssa said, well, she talked a little bit more about the consciousness of everything, but I'm definitely interested about the consciousness of everything too, on like an energetic level, a cellular level, and then also what that means for our bodies as we heal, like healing our DNA, the consciousness of our DNA, all of these big Ooh. mysteries, all of these questions. So yeah, but yeah, I'm here as a guide. I'm here as a guide. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I like that you mentioned the DNA stuff. So on this podcast, just a bit about what this podcast is about, we kind of, we are living, we're telling the story of our own experiences and our own healing journeys, getting pretty vulnerable with some topics, but you know, we're really just kind of trying to figure it out. We're trying to understand the way things work. So we could go through, we go through a lot of cool topics that get into quantum physics and astrophysics. Sometimes I'll bring in some astrophysics topics and we'll try to unpack them and explain them in a way that's digestible, but go beyond that and, you know, things like that. And definitely incorporating quantum physics into things like the body and healing, right? The body is so important to everything that we're doing right now. And I think sometimes it's overlooked in the spiritual community and it's just really important for everything. Yeah, you had um, a video the other day about how you're like your body is a map to the universe, and I really want to explore more and learn about that. And then also just like with this podcast, this is also just a space for us to talk through and unpack our experiences mm-hmm. yes. as it's happening, as well as the downloads that come through and to speak on the downloads for if they resonate um, with anyone else. I know a huge part of my healing journey and just my awakening journey is listening to other people that I resonate with and and like always take what we say with a grain of salt, um, take what resonates, leave what doesn't, but listening to other people and having like, like I can full heartedly say I've had moments where there's like something that just like clicks in my brain or my spirit or my body. And I'm just like, Oh wow. But somebody took a concept and they explained it in such a simple digestible way. And something just like clicked in my brain. 
mm-hmm. um, by just listening to somebody else's podcast yes. or their YouTube or whatever it is on their experience or their downloads. And now Alyssa and I are in this space, sharing this space um, and sharing our experiences, hoping to do the same yeah. If it can support I, and also guide people that are kind of awakening and coming into this community. And the other thing is, is like, we're still very, like we've, we've learned a lot and we also have a lot to learn and to expand into and grow. So we're here to speak on what's that process of when you're in the midst of that, you know, like, I feel like there's, there's a lot of people who maybe seem like they have it all figured out or some that have done done like lifetimes and lifetimes of healing and they are these like teachers and I love listening to them but it's also so I think interesting to like listen to like someone being in the process in like real time and yeah Mm -hmm. yeah exactly I think that there's a lot to that sometimes when you yeah just listening to someone unpack something it can there's a lot of times that that can just uh ignite some kind of understanding in you and I think we've already had that a lot with some of the things we've said on this podcast even for me just listening back kind of just being like oh yeah I just so that's that's another one of our goals you know yeah and I feel like um experiences are our greatest teachers not even that experience is our teacher like it's like it's just that's it like experience is our teacher and when you're yeah. learning about energetics you begin to learn about kind of like, like that that give and take and how that works and then in real time Alyssa and I are like unpacking kind of what's happening in our lives and like yeah I guess what's the energetics of that what what is what's coming up in our experience what's like we also you just also had a clip that you made from one of our past episodes on quantum mm-hmm. healing about how our inner world creates our outer world and so it's just like it's so it's like with my experience right now how am I feeling internally that's reflecting this like experience around me and I'll even go into like a little bit of an example right now um yesterday was an intense astrology day I guess for like relationships there was something about like Aries um which is the self and then it was something in Libra I'm not an astrologist guys I just like listen to other people um and that and that was the the Libra part was like in relationship or like together and Bryce and I kind of like woke up having these like random like arguments but then these arguments got like really deep and emotional and some of it was like I was like sitting down and doing some of my like sitting at my altar doing my praying blah blah blah. and he was trying on some of his golf clothes and I like went into his room and was like hey so like and <laughs> and, I, and we had to talk this out because I, I can tell how he felt the way he did but and from his perspective I went in there and was kind of like hey so like are you ever going to be interested in anything that I do <laughs> like do you ever want to do any of this and he's just Ooh. like what the fuck I'm like just trying on my golf clothes and he took it very much as like I was telling him that he sh- like oh, you shouldn't be doing this right now. Like what you're doing Mm. is silly. Like you should be doing what I'm doing. You should care more Uh, about that. In my head, that's not, that's not where I was coming from, but I could Mm -hmm. see how it could come out that way. And then we just like talked about, we talked about it more and it was interesting because 
I did like say some things were like, you know, it would be cool if we could do some things together. It'd be cool if like you'd like to like learn some things from me or like, can I like teach you this? And and like, mm. and although I do desire that in a partnership, um, I don't know, you are two individual people as well as after it all, I seen this really, I'm like, relationships are just mirrors. Your experience mm-hmm. are just mirrors. So I'm just like, yeah. Ooh, maybe this is just a huge reflection of, oh, Michaela, do you feel like you're not doing enough? Mm. Are you judging yourself because you don't think that you're sitting down at your altar or mm. that you're meditating or that you're doing this, all this stuff enough? If I am or if I'm not, but am I mm. having a moment where I'm judging myself for yeah. that? And then I'm projecting that judgment yeah. outwards, but right. like, hello, it's just thing? like, look in the fucking mirror. Yeah. So yeah. I could that. see it being a little, I could see it being a little bit of both. Um, but yeah, it's definitely that kind of reflection. And yeah, thanks for sharing that because it's like these triggers, especially those kinds of relationship, those kinds of relationship triggers, especially when you're in a relationship that's not ending anytime soon and you know it's not ending anytime soon. You're like, oh crap, no, I really just got to look inward. I'm so pissed. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because yeah. it's like I'm projecting out on Bryce. I'm like, you, like, do you want to like look inward more? Like, do you want to like do some healing? And it's just like, it's, it's just, it's really hilarious because it's like, who am I really talking? Like, I'm talking to myself. Yeah. As we yeah. do, like that's like th- as we do when we put our projections onto other people or our judgments mm-hmm. or our whatever. Mhm. Yeah, I think it's it's a good point and it's yeah, we're just we're kind of stepping through these things. We talk also on here just a lot about our own personal triggers and just observing them and things like that. So, that's good. That was a good relevant share. Yeah, I feel like that's the part of being in the experience and then you and Mm I unpacking that together. And that's part of why we started this podcast too, because um, like if you haven't been listening so far, Alyssa and I have never met in person. (laughs) We, I live in Canada. She lives in New York. We have only talked over Zoom and whatever, but, but we've talked a lot. Like we talk every single day and send I mean, now that we have the podcast, I feel like less voice memos, but there was times where it was a lot of voice memos. Like we were just talking back to each other back and forth all day, every day, just constantly unpacking things that were in our experience. So Mm -hmm. now we have this container, this vessel, this conscious creation that we can speak into um, and unpack some of this stuff. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Do you want to tune in? Yeah, I'll do a ground in. Yeah, okay. so we also like to start each podcast when we remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, we like to start each podcast with a few um, deep grounding breaths just so that everyone, you know, so that if you're listening to this, you can really get the most out of the experience and be present. And I always like to say, you know, we all have to breathe anyway. So why don't we just do it consciously and why don't we just do it together? So Michaela will guide this and we're just going to do a little ground in before the rest of this um episode yeah so if you're able to close your eyes put your feet flat on the floor um and let's take a couple deep cleansing breaths i'm just gonna light my palo santo 
to just cleanse and clear. All right, so let's take a deep breath in, filling your lungs all the way to the top. Pause, open your mouth, and release. Another big breath like that. Fill your lungs all the way to the top. Pause. Open your mouth and release. Letting go of anything negative, anything that's been weighing you down, releasing it with a breath. Take another breath just like that. Breathing in beautiful white light into your body, into your heart space, and letting go of anything that's not serving you with the breath. One more big breath in. Fill your lungs all the way to the top. Pause. Open your mouth. And release. And then when you're ready, gently bring yourself back into this space. So this episode, we're playing the part two of the uh, of the previous episode, which is me and Michaela talking about our experiences getting this energy healing with this uh, woman, Lucia Jacob, who runs uh, Linking Awareness. And um, it was at this uh, ranch called Eagle's Eye Ranch in Canada. And Michaela was there. And yeah, so that's that's what this episode is is going to be part two from last week so definitely check out the part one if you haven't yet uh, a lot of a lot of cool experiences that one talks a bit about more more about my session within um within this day of all these uh, energy healing sessions facilitated by uh animals and horses and stuff and yeah anything else you want to add nope go check out part one if you haven't yet um because this is part yeah. one and part two of our story at eagle's eyes rant eagle eye ranch and it's pretty wild so come in with an open mind and open heart yes all right enjoy thank you and then the other so then the last thing which would also be re- relevant for you was that she actually lucia told both of us that it's time that she felt it was time for us to meet uh, Aya, which is ayahuasca, which is plant, you know, sitting in some uh, very sacred plant medicine ceremony. So ayahuasca. Grandmother Aya. Yep. Yeah. Ayahuasca is a plant medicine. I've heard many things about it. You know, you hear all these. It's very much like kind of a spiritual like it's almost I mean, I guess I spend a lot of time on like the jokey side of spiritual Instagram. I love when people like make fun of things and just laugh about things and I just feel like you know there's it's easy to kind of get with some of it um I just feel like everyone's like oh you take ayahuasca and you get so enlightened from it and sometimes people like outsource it's it's true like if you want to get all very like dogmatic and like some of the new agey like it is Mm -hmm. kind of been a trendy thing people like I went into the jungle and I did ayahuasca yeah now now I'm a guru yeah so that's like um that's like the most I know about it in terms of you know so I just know the idea of it i know that it's supposed to be a very profound experience obviously um but yeah it came up for actually both me and michaela that we're meant to or that it's time that's what that's what she said for both of us. It's, t- it's it's time, time to meet grandmother aya and i mean 
there's a lot of things it's funny to joke about it the way it's like been trendy and like the spiritual people or whatever will talk about it but there's also like i mean we've talked about the new earth and the ascension and like the rise rising of the frequency so like is it really any coincidence that um like right that people are going and like and like doing these like healing ceremonies as much as you want to like make fun of it or whatever um and yeah and it was interesting because i think we were the only people that it didn't come up last time when i was there it was the only people i think that it came up for and she was very just like it's time Mm -hmm. and i know for myself um i've always known that i'll sit in ceremony yeah i'm very called to like plant medicine um but i also knew that it would be the right time i didn't really need to seek it or anything Mm -hmm. Or I would know when it's the right time, yeah. and I'm definitely feeling that a little bit more. Um, but I've actually, I've actually sat in meditation, or I've had Grandmother Aya come to me before in meditation, and I've like sat with the spirit of her before too. Mm-hmm. So I, with that, I always knew that I probably would be one day. But I'm like a little bit afraid. <laughs> oh, same. So I'm like very afraid. Uh, I'm, you know, I, I've for like, I haven't even done a full mushroom trip. Like the most I know about kind of leaving your normal state of consciousness is cannabis. Um, so Mm. yeah, yeah, uh, that's the most I know. That's the furthest I've gone to leave my mental state. I have not done a full mushroom trip or anything and I'm scared to do that too. So ayahuasca, like. you know we'll do it when the time like clearly this is it's just the beginning of us now inviting it into our field whenever the time is right and maybe we'll Mm -hmm. even do it together we kind of talked about i mean i who knows there's probably a high chance of that like i guess we'll see i think it will all kind of slide into place as it's like meant to but it was really funny because the other day i was talking to Alyssa about like we were just voice memoing back and forth as I was driving kind of talking about our um sessions and stuff and I mentioned oh yeah and she talked to us about Aya and then in my head I was kind of thinking oh where would I do that or how because I you want to make sure that like because with the rise in popularity that you're going to somewhere that like trusted good yeah that they source yeah that they know what they're doing Mm -hmm. and it's high vibrational and it's like um again it's kind of like being careful about who you're opening yourself up to Mm -hmm. and then as i like i did the voice memo and then right after that on the podcast i was listening to the lady like plugged where she went to her like ayahuasca ceremony and she was like and she's like this is not an ad i just had a really good experience so i just like want to share it Mm -hmm. so people know and i was like oh interesting yeah that is in costa rica we should check that out honestly yeah I mean, yeah, we'll go when, right? When the time is right, and it'll find yeah, us. Sh- yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So basically, that that was that was my session experience. It was very interesting. Um, I'm still, obviously, still kind of processing it, and my my energy field mm-hmm. and my body still processing it. And she said a lot of these things they take takes a few weeks for it to kind of integrate into your system so we're in the integration period it's been less than a week now since totally. this day and yeah on also like you know we just unpacked all this cr- cool stuff about like channeling and there's there's so much more 
there's so many more nuggets for me and that's that's what's cool about experiences like this sometimes it's like mm-hmm. you know just one, well, she, one little thing you can unpack even later. with your reading she specifically made um a comment about outcomes in our podcast to come yeah. in the next week's coming mm-hmm. up so we're looking forward to that i guess open to seeing whatever that could mean um but even me talking about the ripple effect at like in the beginning of our episode or earlier on um she was explaining that too how she's like you showing up today you doing this session it doesn't just affect you it affects everything that's in your projection so it it affects your partner it affects your your mom your dad it affects you know it does the yeah, generational healing that. all the way back like it it clears these things yeah. so it's not just you like it's yeah right yeah i forgot about that when she said that 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 is really interesting and it's very true and it's like you don't think about it that much but the effects are affecting yeah and my mentor always says um you're healing i think he says 40 generations back and 40 generations forward oh wow. which is a lot wow that's cool like i don't 40 generations ago like how many years ago would that even be like that's a long time ago long time ago it's a long time ago i mean yeah time's not real though so it's happening nope. right now all right anything else any other insights things to add on um, your session it's pretty cool no cool yeah watch I, feel it. Like, I feel good i feel like we un- unpacked some cool things about it on here mm-hmm. so what about your session Whew, yeah let's get into my session mm-hmm. i feel like there's a lot to cover with that too all right so my session comes i'd already done the sananga thing uh get on the table i didn't know this Alyssa said that i had the most interesting session to watch yeah it was it was very interesting to watch on the zoom because a lot of times the horses whatever the view of the camera was sometimes the horses were covering the person sometimes the horses weren't doing that much it was so different every session is so unique yeah so sometimes the horses were moving and doing things that mattered and that were integral and sometimes they were kind of just there and their position well their position is always important because of the magnetic field and the connection that's Mm -hmm. that's created everyone in the space is playing some some role so actually their physical positions around the person are always important but sometimes it was more obvious and tangible like what the horses were doing and so Michaela yeah I did think your session was it was the most interesting for me to watch from from zoom and as soon as you got on the table the horses all started (laughs) shitting (laughs) no there was one it was frick Nova maybe oh I thought you said they all were uh two of them did there was only one started and it was just so funny it's so funny to me and like and I know that it's just a really I didn't know that yeah and yeah because you're like laying on the table like i don't know what you're picking up on i don't know what you can hear i don't know what you're what you're seeing also the energy is so intense i had a different experience being on zoom you're there you're in person the energy must be it just be like a whole vortex of like oh my god and people are looking at you and it's like you're putting on a show it is yeah you're putting on a show of your own healing in a way but luckily it's in a safe space but Mm -hmm. it's still still you're putting on like a show like welcome to the michaela's healing show and um yeah so as soon as so the horses didn't do this for anyone else as far as i could see on zoom like one minute after you lay down on the table one of them just started crapping and so then (laughs) it's a release yes it's a release 
but just to paint the picture of how they're releasing yeah. it because they do release it in different ways sometimes they stomp yeah. and sometimes they, they like uh, yawn or yeah like, there was another yawn i think that happened maybe for you or for someone else there was a few yawns yeah, that happened yawns. for me yeah so and then like maybe 30 minutes in or like 20 15 minutes in there was a different horse that started crapping releasing again too so like hey i love seeing the visual effects of that like when you that's like oh there's some you can really see it being released uh so it's like energy is really moving it's cool to see so that was one thing that happened when you started yeah and i mean that stuff happened with other people too maybe for me it was just kind of like all at once and maybe you had like a better view of it yeah if you were on zoom yeah um but yeah and like yeah and then i didn't really know that was happening because i'm just like well focus on me for one and my view is kind of like the bar like the barn like roof like that's kind of just like what i'm looking up at and even with like the energy vortex and stuff like that like as soon as i got on the table i could feel the energy i was like oh and so i like immediately started breathing really deeply like i like like i, ha- I had to like yeah. i was just like <sighs> yeah that's and just good. like repeat so like the horses are picking up on that and then like releasing them lucia made a comment on on that too like as soon as i was on the table before she even really asked me what my agenda was or anything she's like oh see the horses they're releasing for michaela like they're releasing already Mm -hmm. um so yeah let's let's get into it um Mm -hmm. she asked me again what my agenda was and because she kind of asks that in the beginning of the session she says like emotional or physical or spiritual which in my opinion they all kind of end up kind of tying together but she does she does ask and i didn't really know like i didn't go into that week or day like knowing what my agenda was at all like i didn't really want to plan on that because i knew whatever was going to come through was going to come through and i don't know i just didn't have anything like i did like i did have things that i wanted healing and mm-hmm. um some shifts around but i just like kind of naturally knew that was gonna come like i didn't really have like a specific question or agenda i guess but then i was trying to hone in on that a little bit more when i did the sagunga sananga sananga mm-hmm. and a lot about being afraid of my power came through mm-hmm. and that was and i and i noticed that with the angel um yeah i've had actually they're telling me that's not a story to share right now but Mm -hmm. yeah interesting but there was some connection with the angel that i seen and having a past life of it as an angel and just being afraid of being afraid of my power so i don't think i really i had to go deep to admit that because like it's it's like what we talked about before with the subconscious stuff even with like the entity on your wing that's like well it's actually like you're being held back because you want to be held back but outwardly you don't say that you're like no i want i want to be at the top i want to do everything i want to i want to be the best version of myself i want this i want this i want this but then it's like do you yep Mm -hmm. so it's kind of one of those moments where it's just like yeah like yeah i'm i'm afraid of i'm afraid of my own power i don't know what that means Mm -hmm. really but i feel it in my body i felt it for a while there's something there and it kind of goes with the theme of being held back again too yeah um 
so that's what that's what I said I said well she said well what's your agenda and I said well I'm I'm not really sure but Mm -hmm. (laughs) there is this like essence of being afraid of my power has been coming up a lot Mm -hmm. and so she felt into that um and and then it was funny because she asked me well remind me what you do again yeah and I go well I am an empathic medium um I do Reiki certified, I do past life regressions on people, um, you know, like spiritual, spiritual guide, Mm -hmm. I guess. And then she's just like, well, what's your certification? Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, I did do the Reiki certification. And she's like, well, what about past life regressions? How did you learn that? I'm like, well, I've been working with my mentor for a while and he Mm -hmm. helps me. He guides me with a lot of things and I've done, I've done them on myself and she's just like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, like everything I kind of said. Yeah. And like, it was interesting. In a triggering way. Yeah, it was triggering. Like, she, mm-hmm. it came up a few times. She's like, well, what's your certification? What's yeah. your education on that? Um, And that was triggering for me. Oh, Although, yeah. yeah, I knew, like, at, at the time, it was funny how I was able to let it go. I was kind of, I was actually laughing because, like, I knew it was well, going to come up yeah oh really well because but her tone was okay well her tone got very cheeky at some point but in this beginning point was it it wasn't maybe she gets into this whole thing which i'll talk about but like it wasn't like it like in the beginning when she was asking it wasn't really in a cheeky way it no. was like what are your certifications uh, it was yeah yeah that's and triggering it was triggering mm-hmm. It was, tr- it was definitely triggering. And, like, it wasn't the first time it came up. Like, when I had the first phone call, when I went to the Observer session, it was the same thing, too. Like, what? Do you, like she asked me on text. It, like, it was a pattern. She asked me on text, well, what do you do? Yeah. Well, I don't know. What do I do? Mm-hmm. And then and then I get on the phone. Well, what do you do again? And then I'd say, well, you know, I, I do this and this, and I have this mentor. Well, what's your mentor's training? Mm-hmm. I don't know. He's never told me. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. and so that was interesting, too, because that brought up, obviously the triggers in me where it's just like do i need more certification do i need like this actual this do i need this actual this do i need this actual this like am i am i not good enough am i like am i doing it wrong am i not like all of these coming up which are my own inner wounds from like you talked about some of your phd school stuff and i don't have a phd but i also went through school um and had a lot of moments like that where I felt like I wasn't good enough or I wasn't smart enough or I wasn't doing enough or right. So a lot of my own healing around that. And so for her to just kind of be like, well, what's your training? Especially too, when like I did, I did have things like, well, I I do have Reiki training with like energy healing and stuff. And like, I do have um, my mediumship certificate and she's like, how do you get certified in that? Like just very like point blank. And it was, Mm -hmm. it was interesting. And then she had this moment where she, she stopped and she's just like, she's like, all right, where I'm standing right now. She's like, I want to give you shit. She's like, so I'm going to go stand over here. And so she moved her, um, her point of reference to me. She, she She was like circling you the whole time. Like, so, you know, you watch, you watch back what I had just recorded on my phone, but yes, this, a lot of this time beginning, she was like circling Michaela, like, but stopping in different points. But it was so interesting, the visual of it all, like, because it was very significant. It was very relevant. She was circling you, stopping at different points. 
Yeah, it went, well, because each point was a different perspective. Yes. Yeah, so it was so funny. So she's like, okay, she's like, I want to give you shit. And I I could hear myself on the video. I'm like, you can give me shit. It's fine. Mm-hmm, yeah. And then um, she moves to the next spot. And the next spot, she was just like, what did she specifically say? She was something like, she's like, well, she's like, that's all. She's like, getting a certificate and doing it by the book. She's like, that's old paradigm thinking. She's like, that's the old way. And we're moving into the new way, Lucia. So like, we have to let these new, these old souls come in and have their remembrance and like do their thing. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, wow. And she was like, she's like, look at her. Like, she's so amazing. She's on her podcast. She's speaking her truth. And it was just mm-hmm. like, just that perspective shift and like where she was at. Spe- it was just like speaking into yeah. it was like really interesting. Um, yeah, and then she moved to another spot kind of behind me, and then she got into, well, how are you certified, Lucia? She was like, where did your certificate come from? She's just like, oh, I was certified by the animal kingdom. She's like, Mm -hmm. and it was just like, she's like, who gives you the right to certify people for your animal linking awareness journey? And Mm -hmm. like the perspectives of that were so interesting to me. Yeah. And I'm like giggling the whole time. Yeah. Like, Like, it It was was just funny. funny. It was funny. And so she kept going around into these other in in or in a circle around me and these different perspective points, and then she'd come back to the point, and then and she literally said, "She's like, okay, I have to leave this point of judgment." And it's funny because these points are actually playing out physically, like she's actually moving around to different points. So she's like, "I have to leave this point of judgment," where she's like, "Who do you think you are? What do you think you're doing?" And like move into the next point where she's just like, "Oh well, these old souls carry this remembrance, and they're like yeah. here to like." She's like, "They don't." She's like, "They don't need to be taught. They're like bored of the systems and, and the structures, and they don't need to talk to be taught because they have this inner remembrance." And like, mm-hmm. and then it was move very around again. generational. Uh, it was, and then it, again in this time, she brought back the whole thing about the indigos, and it's like, "Oh well, you're an indigo," and so you know the indigos are here with their own with their own knowledge and they come with their own knowledge and maybe they don't need certifications and uh yeah kind of back to the generational thing which and you know she is a generation above us or maybe two generations above us so yeah 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 and that yeah that's interesting too and she even said that as she was moving around she's like she's like is this session for me or is it for you Mm -hmm. so it's super interesting how there's something that also in that one spot triggered her and a response in her to like yeah bring up something for her which was so so interesting i think for like us to like kind of move through that at the same time and then yeah she'd move and yeah it was was really interesting yeah because when i when i brought up that aspect of your reading with jackie the next day like Mm. she was uh she was saying yes like that because that that did kind of trigger something in lucia too but she she's kind of just narrating it in her funny way that she does that is also so filled with with wisdom and there's so many different ways Mm. to take away from it but so what Jackie was saying too is that she was saying so my sister is 10 years older than me so she is also kind of sort of like in a similar but a little bit different generation and she's been doing this for a while too and she was saying that she herself also gets triggered to there's some kind of generational thing with this whole certification and with the spirituality and the people in our generation especially the ones that rapidly woke up a lot in 2020 are kind of coming into this stuff like very rapidly and it's like very quick and i think for the generations Mm. above us it was more of a slow burn and there's this weird kind of trigger point around it even or like yeah 
Right. Yeah, totally. And I can understand that. Like a resentment, like why I spent, I can totally understand that being like, I spent so many years either, either doing these certifications that 10 years ago you had to do. It's so totally different time right now in 2023 with everyone having their own business and on Instagram and everything. And it's so different. And these other generations either like it was a much slower burn learning the spiritual wisdom that they have and or yeah doing these certifications and feeling like you need to get to this certain point when it's happening a lot more rapidly for our generation and even like the younger people like people that are in their early 20s and teenagers now like one of my like one of my really good friends uh hiba shout out she listens to the podcast <laughs> um she's in jenny's membership with me and everything too i think hiba's like 18 or 19 and she's like full-blown you know in this world too and it's wow. awesome um but yeah so it just it's t- it's so different and that's yeah and that's happening more and more and she said that too she was just like well i had all these indigo kids who are just like they're bored and they're like they're like yeah okay this is nice but can you do anything faster like we need faster learning yes. and she was like oh okay and then she's like and that's where she talked about she made the three levels of her like linking awareness journey but it's so mm-hmm. interesting because she mentioned that too she's like well how did you learn she's like where how did you learn to teach nonverbal communication with the animals well from the animal kingdom she's like well you get where you got your certificate from the animal kingdom lucia like she's a funny Mm -hmm. character she's a very um like she's just got such a personality like the lady yeah it was very entertaining yeah very entertaining very much appreciate that about her but Mm -hmm. there's something else that i want oh yeah 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 and like there is a piece because there is a lot of people and like maybe this is some of the false light stuff too because there is like false light stuff this may be a little bit of a tangent but false mm-hmm. light stuff coming through and like i i do get it where they're looking like what do you think you're doing like it's dangerous like it's kind of back to like the channeling thing yes um because there is people out there who actually don't know what they're doing and that's kind of yeah. what i meant with like the false false light and then that's exactly. where it comes back to having your own inner wisdom and your own intuition to and to be in a place a high vibrational place where you can discern when you're going to work mm-hmm. with somebody um if like their energy and like if they're actually who they say they are or if they're actually able to like guide you and support you yeah right exactly you i just like, wanted to add that quickly in there yeah no i think it's um i think it's definitely important because it's like there are these people that can that there's plenty of people that also could have great power you know with great power comes great responsibility definitely there's plenty of there's plenty of people that are don't know how to wield it and we're also still learning <laughs> too so um yeah just that whole thing with the certifications and stuff was so interesting and it's like because yeah the way i see it now like i i guess from my perspective and we were just talking about this before we started recording like from my perspective because i don't really have a spiritual business or anything i don't even think of i guess because what i've mostly witnessed of it is the things that have come up in this last few years with people having businesses and uh, through Instagram and, and just offering readings and everything. Like I don't, I, I guess besides maybe things like Reiki or if you're going to call it a name because people are just coming into their own powers. I don't even think about certifications that much, but it's obviously is because I, the way that I, th- but probably because I'm an indigo and I'm, I'm just like, Oh yeah. Like, what do you mean? Like people come here and if you have powers or you are able to develop your intuition and, and connect with people then you can just offer services and you know everyone has to use their own discernment you know but 
that's just how it works it's just it's just a game of discernment that's i guess that's yeah kind of the way that i see it i'm like it's just a game of discernment it's like you gotta you know you're gonna energy exchange if you're gonna trust someone then you get what you get and that's kind of you know Mm -hmm. yeah yeah definitely but yeah but she was yeah and going on about how like the indigos and like the starseed generations that are coming through like they don't need to be taught because they their dna holds the wisdom Mm. so it was just it was interesting how she was having this moment i guess with just like the old paradigm and the realizations of like breaking that down too and that was that was really cool Mm -hmm. Um, yeah so was there any like conclusion of that thing no like there i mean just like anything in life (laughs) there was not really any conclusion to that whole thing with the certifications it was it was all just about seeing these different perspectives of like what makes you certified what doesn't does it does anything does it really matter well i think the conclusion is was was too is that she mentioned like we are moving into into a new paradigm and yeah they're like the souls the old souls that are here now to do these things um they have the inner wisdom like like within them yeah and like you don't you don't and like and it's old paradigm thinking to say that you need you need all of this stuff like i mean take that with a grain of salt because i think there's Mm -hmm. layers to unpack there yeah but yeah i think that's kind of what came through and we talked and we got into that a little bit more because even for me we got into later in my session when some like um biological stuff came up we got into that i'm an o negative blood type and she's like you're o negative she's like oh okay yeah that makes sense Mm -hmm. and then she tells everyone she's like she's like o negative blood types are not from this planet she's like they are completely encoded with their own like inner wisdom Mm. knowledge everything she said they're coming from star systems with wisdom in their genetics and she said what is there to teach them she literally said that she's like what is there to teach them oh shit that's powerful and i was like oh oh so much about like the dna and like kind of came through in this in this day like a lot yeah like a lot about yeah the dna internal wisdom internal knowing and what's in your dna and stuff like that the dna stuff was super interesting but yeah and then so um when she started talking more about like biologically what was really going on in my body she said why are you afraid of decalcifying your penal gland Mm -hmm. and i was like i don't know but then the other piece of me was like, my agenda, Lucia. I said I'm afraid of my power. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And just to clarify for the pineal gland is this, um, it's like the size of a walnut. It's basically the physicality of your third eye. It's in your brain. It's like in the center of your, it's like on the base of the center of your brain. It's the pineal gland. There's actually, I believe there's actually like crystals. There's like biologically, there's like crystal pieces in it. The pineal gland is like, because crystals are holders of consciousness and their circuits and stuff like that. That's how we, it's, it's our third eye. It's our psychic connection. So just wanted to mention that. Yeah. Mine's like tingly right now. Ooh. It happens a lot, but, um, and off of your crystal thing she was so she was working on me doing the energy 
um healing or whatever she's talking to everyone else and she was explaining there there's like the crystals were like fractured in my oh right in my yeah, penile gland said. she said yeah. fra- there's like a fractal fracture of the crystals yeah and then um oh newt can it okay i'm recording <laughs> what's he doing meowing Just a second yeah i think he's hungry oh but yeah okay so um the crystals in the pineal gland yeah, so there's like fractured fractured crystals in the pineal group gland and then she said there was different like compounds or crystals that were like grouping together mm-hmm. in this area this is what she was seeing um that weren't supposed to be grouping together because in her very mm-hmm. funny personality she's like she's like don't be a groupie <laughs> yeah right she says the most random things it's like what are you saying yeah <laughs> yeah um so she said that was what was going on in the pe- um the pineal gland and then she said um there was a mind crystal in my heart between the left and the right atrium oh so oh, wait a what she crystal? Said it was in, huh a what a mind, mind crystal is what she called it hmm. and so and she said is. that was interfering with something and then she cleared that and then she was kind of asking me about my family's heart history which i didn't know much about uh-huh so but that led us to some other things yeah um oh that's what okay that's she asked about the heart history okay Mm -hmm. yeah and that's what kind of led into some other like family stuff that i'll get into on another episode sorry guys um but it was funny nova so nova's the white horse with the blue eyes from sirius she's like really powerful i mean they're all powerful they're fucking healing horses like or land (laughs) dolphins as she called them oh yeah um hey just chill um oh yeah so nova while i'm on the table she's putting her butt like right against my head like right against Mm -hmm. it like like con like keeps moving it like i look up and I seen her vagina. Like, it was, like, right... Like, horse vagina <laughs> yes. is, like, right mm-hmm. above me. And I'm... And, and she's like this for, like, most yeah. of my session. Like, she just keeps moving against me. And I had this thought. I'm like, please don't poop on me. Like, that was my thought, too. Of course, yes. Yeah. So, like, when I'm, I'm witnessing this. And so, you what? The table that you're on is about, like, I would say so like lucia's if lucia's standing next to you your table of where you're laying at goes around to the average person's hip something like that right so you're a little like you're not you're not you're not very high up you're kind of like a little bit low down and the horses are obviously very tall massage table or something it's a it's right it's a massage table yeah so the massage table and this giant horse's ass is just like right in your face and yeah obviously from my perspective i was like oh my god oh my god i I was like i was like is the horse gonna poop on her but then i was also like these horses know well they know exactly what they're doing so i was like it's it knows what it's doing and it's not gonna do that they do because i did kind of like say that i'm like ah and lucia's like no no you're fine and i was like okay she didn't keep like just moving her butt against me and so much to let her like tail was just like dangling in my face and i'm like yeah and like lucia's like trying to grab her tail so yeah lucia had to move the horse hair out like she was because he he wasn't even just standing there he was kind of like moving a little bit like he kept on moving like almost like he wanted to like shit on you but like he wasn't gonna but he was just like kind of oscillating one of his legs was moving up a little bit too 
Oh, she. I forgot. Well, that, um, that part's important because um, I guess she was right. asking Lucia. She's just like, do I have to? She's like, do I have to born her again? Do I have to born her again? So she was like yes. using this energy of trying to like birth me. Yes, right. And then like I thought that Lucia, I couldn't tell if like Lucia was saying it as a joke or not. She was like, oh, does Michaela need to be like reborn right now? And it was kind of something about that. But maybe it was also it also maybe it was real because didn't you say that Nova was the one that wants to have a baby? Like last episode, you said Nova nova the horse wants to have a baby yeah and lucia's like we talked about this but i think it was just Mm -hmm. their exchange like back and forth and then like um lucia's also like trying to i guess narrate what they're saying out loud to us but i think she was like because she was using her rear end for some type of energetic thing so even if like i mean obviously it's symbolic because i obviously didn't get rebirth out of a horse's ass but get certified out of a horse's ass so funny um, but it, yeah it's just the interaction with the horses and her because even in my session as the horses were all kind of around me doing stuff they kept like kicking lucia out and that's why lucia was like so far oh, around yeah. me walking in a circle because nova kept like taking her head and like moving her out and mm-hmm. even lucia specifically was like oh nova's kicking me out again and then she's like oh sorry she's guiding me out because she must have corrected her oh like the oh, horse. okay right yeah that happened in the very beginning it was kind of just like the whole uh nova kind of just started like yeah it was like she was gently pushing lucia out like for far from you yeah, and initially the lucia thought field or whatever. it was an entity yeah like she but she interpreted it as like that she that the horses were trying to protect lucia from something in your energy was oh, how she had right. initially she did bring up an, an entity and that is that is important to remember um mm-hmm. But yeah, and I and then I guess later she was like trying to like reboard me again, or she was asking if I needed to be reboard again, and that was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had and like at this time too, like I'm really feeling into the energy. Like I had my hands actually out because I just need I needed to move the energy. Like I was just just the, what was happening in my body. Yeah, and I had my hands like this, and the one horse that are like nibbly and just. And then, and then it took a little oh yeah took a little nibble right. on my like ring finger and i was like ow like it wasn't mm-hmm. that hard but it was like it was like a bite and lucia's like hey and then she was just like oh your ring finger and then she's like oh your finger that connects you to the heart or something like that because she knows all that kind of stuff oh yeah and i was like oh yeah. wow interesting because it was my my actual like finger my like left hand with my like um wedding ring on it or my engagement ring mm-hmm. and she pointed that out too right but yeah let me yeah and then it was it it was funny then too because she was okay well it was funny then because the horse was kept like moving up against me with its butt and she's just like she's like i don't even know what she's like is she getting certified of a horse's ass or like we'll have to play the clip it was really funny yeah we're gonna i'm gonna put the put that little clip either in here or also maybe in here and also on the on the uh somewhere on instagram of the video well and but I, yeah she yeah and what was leading up to that point actually of her saying that okay sorry i gotta let newt out um leading up to before that lucia's working on me and mm-hmm. just getting myself resituated lucia's working on me and Along with my certification talk and what did you do, I did tell her that I used to be a respiratory therapist. I don't actually know if I've even talked about this on the podcast, but tiny bit. I did. I used to be a respiratory therapist. I graduated in 2020. Um, 
And then I was no longer able to be a respiratory therapist. I did leave for a little bit just for like health reasons, honestly, like well-being reasons. And then shortly after that, um, the vaccines came into place. And so I'm actually not able to work anymore. But the respiratory therapy thing did come up with her and just like working in the hospitals. And she goes, oh, yeah, the surgery room is a really good place to uh, pick up entities and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, that makes sense. Like I had to really shield myself when I was working in the hospital. Like I, I felt it. I could, I could feel that energy. Um, and she's, and then she was like, were you, she's like, do you remember like a young person that died? And I'm like, maybe I'm like, yeah. a lot (laughs) yeah like they're like i don't like Mm -hmm. probably and she's like okay she's like well i'm getting this vision of a young person on a table coding and she's like this person is and and she's like and they left their body and this person is coming in to thank you for helping them get to the other side for open like letting them get to the other side she's like you gave them She's like, you gave them the breath of light or the breath of light is what she said. Oh, wow. And I was like, when when I was on the table, big release, like I burst into tears when that happened Mm -hmm. because I I was crying from Zoom. Yeah. It was very powerful. Yeah. Because I knew and I felt it. And for her to bring that up and validate it, it was just like, Mm -hmm. yeah, like she said. So at that point, did you have a specific person or like a few people in your mind that you know that you did or like was it just you know that you've done that a few times done that as in like help someone cross over yeah was it just like a general thing like you know that you've done that a few times yeah i just mm-hmm. remembered back from being in the hospital because she said specifically um oh when she said specifically my presence helped the spirit get to the light and like that young soul wanted to thank me yeah and then i specifically and then i burst into tears and she's like yep let it out release release and i remembered back i can't remember the specific person because and this was so interesting that this has come up because i've been told this multiple times in readings as well as i feel this in my gut of like who i am and this is why i was drawn to work in the hospital because i actually miss working in the hospital a lot like i've been I've been grieving it a lot and there's not like there's so many like pieces that I don't miss like I don't miss working shift work like I don't miss working night shifts and I don't miss like the nine to five very systemic I don't necessarily miss the environment um like it's yeah it's it's a very interesting environment because everyone's coping with the trauma that they see on a day-to-day basis although I've met a lot of really cool people there but everyone you have to be very strong to be in that line of work you know well yeah and there's a lot of everyone copes in their own ways probably a lot of deflection of that trauma and it's just it's quite the environment for many reasons and and lucia said that she's like yeah a lot of entities in the surgery room a lot of low vibrational stuff in the hospitals and it's like i know that i feel that why do you think most people say i don't why, why do most people say i hate hospitals everyone hates hospitals exactly it's like it's insane there's just but that was the energy interesting but it's like yeah well it's like you know you've talked about this that you feel 
you are very drawn to that boundary of life and death for a reason. That's why this came up. Yeah, exactly. And so that validation was really cool because that's not something I really make conversation with people or people would know about me or I'd ever right. really say. Especially now that you're not in that field anymore too. Yeah, that too. And like, yeah, so... And that was the thing that drew me to it is I actually don't hate hospitals, and which is why I was like, I can do this work and I can do this. And I, I was drawn to it. And part of my spiritual awaken ha- awakening happened when I was in school and I had to really learn how to shield myself and understand my energy to like get through the day. Um, and then as I became more aware of like spirits and stuff around me, when I was working in the hospitals, I would open up portals for the spirits if they would leave their body or if I felt one was nearby and it left and it needed to go. And I mean, I was around death all the time as a respiratory therapist. We went to we went to the codes. Mm. We were the death team. Some people called us that like. Really? Yeah. Wait, are you the? uh, Oh, your profession is that that's the one that like kind of calls time of death and like. Well, I mean, anyone can stuff call or like the time, or, time of right. death. I don't, I don't, I don't know how any of that stuff. That's works. okay. Um, so usually respiratory therapists, like they're we get, like I mean the word maybe because when you think about it, it sounds a little bit more like in a clinic. Like it doesn't sound maybe as intense as it can be. But we're in the hos in the mm. ICU. Sorry, I mean, and there there's a plethora you can work in small clinics, but. My experience in the ICUs were with people that are on life support. We run and manage and program the life support machines. So the actual breath, um, as well as like intubate patients and put like the breathing tube like down their throat. So really everything with the breath of life, which is so interesting because she said I gave this person, person the breath of light. Oh, yeah. Whoa. And so we are all we're constantly around codes like... when in the hospital, when bing, bing, bing code, we get a page and whoever get like whoever wants to go to the code or it's turn to go to the code, you go to the code and we like run the codes with the other like nurses. There's usually a nurse or a couple nurses and a doctor there. And then usually we're on compressions or we're um, intubating them and have them on um, a bagger. So we're like giving them artificial breaths like and that's that's what happens when you run a code on somebody um and then either they you resuscitate them or you don't and like people are constantly dying in hospitals so i felt that energy i felt the spirits i'd either be at a code near a code or i'd feel a spirit around me and i'd say okay and i'd open up the portal i'd open up a light portal and i'd let them cross over um but it's not something i've ever really talked about or told anyone so the no. fact that she brought it up and said that like a soul thanked me was like yeah wow like just so yeah profound getting that getting that acknowledgement you know be like and also it's like you know there's this there's this stuff around I'm I'm just getting just more stuff around that whole thing with that profession for you and feeling like you never got to fully see it out and live it out as much as you wanted to and get the acknowledgement for it too and just this the fact that you graduated in 2020 and yeah and all yeah and all of that was so interesting too because she's like 
and she said that she kind of brought up, she said she didn't like the word, but like death doula. She's like, when they stop breathing, you know right. how to get them to the other side. And like this validation of yeah. my soul was just like, wow. And she, she's like, that's why you're here. And then it came up again. She said, you don't need a certificate for that. She's like, you know how to do that. And the, the certificate thing came like around again, like full circle. And it was just like, whoa. And I think that's again where she brought up. She's like, is she about, yeah, anyways, the horse's ass. And, you know, it's like people don't really think about that. Uh, even pe- people don't, because a lot of people maybe aren't familiar with this aspect of crossing over into the light or that sometimes souls have a hard time being trapped in between worlds it's actually a really common not necessarily a trap but kind of just it takes souls sometimes a long time to cross over and it's like people don't really think about that as much needing the assistance with transitioning in that way just like we need assistance with bringing in a new soul it's like yeah yeah, and that's that's definitely something that is so specific to you and your abilities and your gifts in this lifetime you know yeah it was so cool and that's what she brought up too she's like this is like your sole purpose mission stuff she's like some people will call it a gift um yeah and then she she was saying she was like i or she also said there's a lot of loss there's a lot of lost souls that um leave like this reality and then they get stuck somewhere in between on the other side and they need that presence of that light to cross them over yeah um and even she said she was like yeah when my father left she's like i sat with him and i watched his spirit leave his body and i helped him to the other side and my mom was like or her mom was just like oh my god how'd you do that and she's like i don't know i just did it and she's just like she's like no one's certified for me for that she's like god certified me for that yeah oh yeah that was crazy god certified me for that i love it that that was so true it's just like yeah that was really powerful and she brought back and she kind of said like the death doula which made so much sense to me because i've been told that before like i kind of mentioned that before like um that i walk this line of like life and death and so and i really resonate with that so i'm gonna have to like feel into that a little bit more and that's why i was called to work in the hospital but she's just like she's like what it is she's like it's a midwife on the other side she's like birthing um the spirit she's like birthing into another into the other side for the spirit into the quantum world which i had a crazy visualization of that like that's that's so crazy because you think when we're like birthed into this world into earth into like humanness like you, you have the midwife and you have the doula there but then it's just like that's why that's why it's these constant death and rebirth cycles because then when this um spirit stops breathing and leaves its body and she was saying like death doula it's like the present she's like it's you're a midwife for on the other side so you're birthing spirit back into the quantum field as the midwife or the death doula or whatever and it's it it really is a perfect two-way street like there's not it's different it's one side is just different than the other but it still goes both ways they're just yeah and they both yeah because you need assistance you to birthed. pass through that portal yeah you're being birthed into the, the quantum reality into the quantum field into just something yeah. something different and that's yeah it's, yeah and there is an in-between phase like that spirits need to go through that i've heard and resonate with that information that like 
Yeah, to kind of process, to kind of, there's like a waiting period, you know, an in-between. I think it depends. process that Yeah, it depends on like the spirit. There was just this meme that I, see if I can find it, that I really, not a meme, but it was like a, a visual. So it's this, it's this like circle and there's this lady who's like laying on her back and she's giving birth. But her head is outside of the circle and her head is a skull and it's like in this like dark vastness. But then inside the circle is her human body giving birth and the baby is a baby. And then you watch as the baby ages and the baby gets a little bit older and older and you see you see it in the different phases of life. And now the baby has a lover and the baby is an old man and is on a cane old man. And then Mm -hmm. at the very top of it is a lady almost again in the birthing position but she's like all like black and kind of like misty and it's like this old man goes back into her and then the then her head is outside of the circle sorry this might be kind of hard to follow but we'll post it (laughs) her head is outside of the circle and then her head is like a fetus being birthed You'll have to look at it. It's pretty wild. Hold it up to the zoom for a sec for me. Put it on the zoom. Hold hold it up to the camera. Yeah. Oh. Oh, wow. That is very intricate. Oh. Wow. That's very intricate. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And that also was very, very descriptive of literally exactly what we're talking about yeah. right now. Well, that's so. very much the visual or something similar to yeah. that's what I was getting with like. And then so like being yeah. the death doula it's like up here birthing back into the quantum field of wherever your spirit goes after mm-hmm. yeah yep wow yeah that's so cool <sighs> yeah that was really cool yeah so like was there anything else that like kind of that that brought up for you that you want to talk about like that whole like crossing other spirits over well part of the session the other interesting thing about that is like when i've been working with my mentor he's brought it up a couple times he's just like you know practice your mediumship practice your mediumship um as well as Mm. not too long ago probably still like a couple months ago but what is time he was like you're gonna have training for crossing souls over like one of your overnighting mentors is going to come in might wake you up in the middle of the night like might be in a dream they're going to train you or do more training to cross the souls over and that was really interesting that he brought that up and then that came up in this um session with lucia too because he's been talking about that he's like this is what you're like he he said it kind of briefly but the thing is with him is he's here to support me and guide me but a lot of these revelations and things i'm supposed to learn on my own because as an energetic healer i have to learn how to heal myself to support others in that space like it's not going to work for me for someone to just do the energetic clearing um and energy work i have to do it myself Right. And it's interesting, too, that you say the training is coming from within (laughs) from like, again, back to this whole training certification. He's not he didn't say, oh, you have to go see this person to help certify you. He's saying you're getting trained in your sleep in the astral realms by your own fragments of your other aspects of you. Yeah. And that's interesting, too, because he said by one of your overnighting mentors, probably from the Sophia code 
um, which would be mm-hmm. a spirit guide or one of the mentors from this, the Sophia code. And then again, that kind of goes back to what we we're talking in the beginning with your session is, Oh, am I channeling that inner wisdom mm-hmm. in your like, right? Exactly. Right. Where is that? Where is that wisdom coming from you? It's, it's more so a remembrance than you channeling how to learn, learning how to cross people over. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. I didn't even, it's so funny. Like I did not even realize how magical and synchronistic or important everything from that day and each of our sessions was until we're like unpacking it. I mean, I did realize, but you know, there's another level of understanding that's happening right now that I'm like, wait, it's all coming around. Yeah. It's cool for us to like unpack it and kind of real time like this. And also um, I hope we can get Lucia on the podcast. I believe you had a conversation with her where she said she want she offered to or wanted to. So I'm really mm-hmm. hoping we can yes. do that and I'm looking forward to it. Yes, she definitely said that she will. So, you know, that's just a matter of divine mm-hmm. timing, logistics. If you want to see if you could be there in person at the ranch or something could be cool. We'll leave it open, but definitely at some point. So, yeah, look this this magical person that's now appeared on what since this is going to be two episodes three episodes of of the podcast so far but it's like so cool everything that's coming up with this is interesting oh yeah it's beyond cool just the synchronicities and even when you're there like just some of the people you'd meet and talk to you're like oh wow your story is exactly like like mine and we're both here today that's so like of course <laughs> mm-hmm yeah um so was there anything else that came up i'm trying to remember of anything that i no that's basically my experience and thank you thank you lucia and akash and lyra and nova and everyone that was there to hold space and support and yeah we're the sessions end by like divine timing right there was no like because i noticed that there it was kind of just like whenever the time was done for it to it wasn't like oh we're running out of time let's see i mean maybe like a little bit but it was kind of just i don't know it was cool to it was cool to witness it it was kind of just very much like oh whatever however much time this needs or like whenever it's like oh okay there's nothing else for us to do and it was was very flowy Um, in that way too because even um, when I'd been there before I talked about on the podcast where we she had to take some some time to hold space for the horse for a cash because he was yeah. going through something that had come up and she's like we I need to hold space for him now like the focus is on him now mm-hmm. and so we did that so I think I think I mean however many people show up or however many people she takes she kind of like probably intuitively knows that or there's mm-hmm. some type of like ping of yeah yeah and then like it also says on i'm like when you sign up for it it's like 9 a.m to 4 to 5 30 so there is like an hour and a half kind of yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so like one of i feel like i learned a lot too just from there were some so a few of the other things that i had kind of learned or was thinking about a lot after was one of them being this whole concept of like constellation she kept on referring to it as like constellations and jackie my sister was saying there's some there's some kind of modality called like family constellations but the concept is 
the concept is about kind and that's why she said that she likes doing group work it's about how the cluster of people that were there well a few things a few things on this for one it was divinely timed it was divinely orchestrated that every single soul Mm -hmm. that was there as an observer as a surrogate as a receiving a session was all divinely orchestrated for this grouping on the zoom in person everywhere to be there in that moment and receiving whatever needed to be brought up and then yeah kind of just talking about this is where the horses and the animals come in too how just like you create this group force field this group magnetic field and you're all Mm -hmm. interacting your fields are all interacting with each other so that if one person moves the energy is shifted oh tell tell everyone what you didn't like when someone got up to go to the bathroom didn't they put something in place Oh, just um, when we came back and sat down, uh, the one lady who's actually your surrogate, she picked up because she would always she kept the fire running throughout the day, putting logs on the fire and she'd pick up a piece of cedar and she'd like look right at you. And then she'd like put the cedar on the fire every time someone got up, came back down to sit down. Oh, that's what it was. Cedar on the fire. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said they put this. Oh, maybe because of the seat. I thought you said meant that they put like a, well, it's still cool, but I thought you meant that they put like something else on your chair oh, no. in place of you while you're no. gone. That would be cool. Um, okay. But so she, she like when you, so if someone gets up to go to the bathroom or leaves a circle, she replaces the energy. It, that would be my interpretation of it. Replacing the energy or something like that in the fire i think I maybe know. just like but, cleansing or something because because she put on the cedar oh, uh mm. when we got back so once we got back from where we okay. were and sat down and i think it was just maybe like a recalibration of the energy is kind of how i like yeah read it oh yeah okay maybe that yeah i might have misinterpreted like what whatever you had said that i thought but it, it still kind of applies to the same idea which is that any grouping of people or or sentient beings or anything your your magnetic fields are always all interacting with each other and it's it's always a group thing and she had kind of refer uh compared it to constellations and how what a const like a constellation in this in the sky and how it just stars like and it's just the projection line of sight and it's just like the relative positions and and the orientations of things and I don't know. That just got me thinking about some other things. It kind of, you know, kind of got some wheels turning in my head that I was like, oh, that is, that is interesting. And in that sense, sorry, it was just it was interesting that you said that because while I was there, I was like very aware of also the points of everyone too. Like I remember thinking um, they all made a star. And like thinking of the way mm-hmm. the energy was bouncing back and forth between the star and you think star constellations because like they're like um, with Lucia and the three horses, there was four points and then the person on the table was five points. So I kept seeing like the star connection like of energy between them. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so cool. And like yeah just about how our our physical geographical location is affected by others and she said something off the cuff like well someday one day if i'm driving into the city i don't know why i'm driving into the city but maybe it's because someone else on the other side of the world started moving in some other direction and i'm connected to them for some reason so because of that i gotta go i gotta go into the city and it's like it's just so true it's like there's these connections or it's like maybe it's maybe you have a cord with someone or something and they're moving they they travel across across the country or to a different city and as a byproduct of that you get this 
you get this random impulse to go drive somewhere else that day and it just like oh, well, these we're all connected even... we're all connected no nothing's an accident so, so i want to mention a that. coincidence and the more and more you do this work the like the more you realize that yeah yeah that's good work it's awesome well um, i'm hungry <laughs> i'm hungry too <laughs> all right yeah so this has been awesome episode that it's actually gonna be two episodes so yeah, i'm like I don't, i'm like i don't even know you said everything to say um yeah so we're gonna wrap it up there thanks um, for listening uh subscribe to the podcast please it really helps us out please give us a rate and review that also really helps us out if you find any type of value in listening to us as well as subscribe to our youtube like mm-hmm. on there please subscribe to our youtube even if you're listening more than watching you know just subscribe look at our faces and also you know you have offerings so book a reading a healing a past life regression with michaela at mariposa moonchild on instagram yeah. uh, i'm i'm at interdimensional.astrophysics on instagram and f- and follow the podcast page at the orific podcast yeah have a happy happy and friday everybody or whatever day of yeah. the week it is for you time is real thank you for being here and um yeah. 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 Yeah.